Hello, friends. Welcome to Trivia Over Tea, the Clear Show podcast where we drink tea and play trivia. I'm your host, Matthew Cook, and I'm here virtually once again with our scorekeeper, Carter Zanke. How are you doing today, Carter? Uh, doing great, as always. Ready to keep score. Yes. And uh, we uh, are very excited to be live streaming this episode. I have no idea if anybody's actually going to watch, but I hope you do. Um, and uh, yeah, and if not, as, as always, we'll release this audio on Wednesday and the video will also put up on Wednesday on our YouTube channel. So anyway, let's meet this week's contestants. First, we have Graham. Hey, Matthew. Glad to be back. Yeah, glad to have you back too. Thanks for being on. And we also have Glenn. Hey, Matthew. Good to be back as well. Yeah, thanks for thank you both for being here today. As with all of our regular episodes, we'll have four rounds of questions, each with a slightly different format. And so without further ado, Carter will explain the rules for round one. Yes, in round one, as you may recall, you'll each get five multiple choice questions. If you get one right, you'll get 10 points for that. All righty, Graham, you're up first. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, question one. Which movie from 1994 won no Academy Awards? A, Forrest Gump, B, The Shawshank Redemption, or C, Pulp Fiction? feel like Pulp Fiction won an Academy Award for something, and I know Forrest Gump did, and I'm figuring, I'm wondering if that means that Shawshank, but I get that. It's crazy that Shawshank Redemption didn't win an award. Oh, man, that's a good question, Matthew. Um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Pulp Fiction. Uh, you should have stuck with Shawshank. Um, it received seven Oscar nominations, but did not win. Uh, Forrest Gump won six Oscars, including Best Film, and Pulp Fiction won for Best Screenplay. Uh, yeah. Question two. Which of the following active soccer players has scored the most career hat tricks? A. Cristiano Ronaldo, B. Lionel Messi, or C. Luis Suarez? Oh, boy. I'm going to go with the GOAT, Cristiano Ronaldo, although I don't know if that's... That's correct. Uh, he has 58 career hat tricks, and Messi has 55. Question three. A third of the total population of the Baltic states lives in what city on the Dagava River that serves as the capital of Latvia? A. Vilnius, B. Tallinn, or C. Riga? I think that's C. Riga. That's correct. Vilnius is the capital of Lithuania, and Tallinn is the capital of Estonia. Question 4. Popes Leo X, Clement VII, Pius IV and Leo XI were all members of what powerful Italian family that famously ruled Florence during the Italian Renaissance? A. The Borgias, B. The Medicis, or C. The Savoys? I'm between Borgia and de Medici, but um, I'm going to go with de Medici. That's correct. The family ruled Florence for over 300 years, from the end of the 14th century to the mid-18th century. And finally, question five. One of the most famous internet debates asks who would win in the following fight? One of every Pokemon or a billion of what large sub-Saharan cat? A, lions, B, tigers, or C, bears? <laughs> Say A, lions. That's correct. Yes. I, and I don't know anything about that. My brother wrote that question. Brown, <laughs> how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> that was a well, just because he said oh, sub-Saharan. Okay. That's the only reason I. Oh, good guess. 
Thank you. All righty, Glenn, are you ready? Mm-hmm. All righty, question one. Which of the following cities is named for the first president of the Republic of Texas? A, Dallas, B, Houston, or C, Austin? Austin? Uh, it was actually Houston. Sam oh. Houston was the president of Texas from 1836 to 1841, and again from 1841 to 44. And he was instrumental in the annexation of Texas by the United States and later represented the state in the U.S. Senate. Mm -hmm. Question two. Which of the following was the first Pixar film to earn a rotten rating from the movie review site Rotten Tomatoes? A. Cars 2. B. The Secret Life of Pets. Or C. The Good Dinosaur. I did not see the... Is it the good dinosaur? What was A again? Cars 2. Cars 2. Um, C. That was actually Cars 2. Uh, while the t while uh, my question writer says, while the 2011 film is a thrilling spy adventure led by Larry the Cable Guy as Tomator, uh, it received mostly negative reviews, garnering a 39% on Rotten Tomatoes, Pixar's first rotten rating. Question three. The temperature at which a gas becomes a liquid is the what? A, the boiling point, B, the condensation point, or C, the melting point? Uh, condensation. That's correct. Question four. In February 2022, Nintendo announced that they were shutting down the eShop for what console, the largely unsuccessful successor to a console with a similar name? A, the Switch, B, the Wii U, or C, the SNES? Uh, I believe it's B. That's correct, the Wii U. And finally, question five. The 1997 film Goodwill Hunting, starring Matt Damon as a mathematical genius and Robin Williams as his therapist, also features what actor who co-wrote the screenplay in the early 1990s with Damon? A. Christian Bale, B. Ben Affleck, or C. Bradley Cooper? Uh, B. Ben Affleck. That's correct. On a $10 million budget, Goodwill Hunting earned $226 million at the box office. Alrighty, that's the end of round one so carter can you please give us a score update we can see on our brand new uh, scoreboard we have graham with 40 points and glenn with 30 points love our scoreboard uh, thank you carter for engineering that it looks lovely it's now time for our weekly audience question if you'll recall last week our question was on February 23, 1945, American photographer Joe Rosenthal took the Pulitzer Prize winning photograph, raising the flag on what? And the answer is Iwo Jima. The iconic photo depicts six Marines raising the American flag on the island of Iwo Jima in World War II. It became the basis for the Marine Corps War Memorial in Arlington, Virginia. Alrighty, and for this week's question, we'll ask... What English rock band formed in 1996 when the four members met while students at University College London? So, have a think about that. Send me your answer for a chance to win a sticker, and I'll announce the correct answer next week. Alrighty, and now it is time for round two. So, Carter, can you please explain the rules? Uh, yes, in round two, you'll each get five open-ended questions on the same topic. Questions here are worth 20 points each. If you get one wrong, your opponent can answer for 10 points. Alrighty, Graham, your topic uh, is a movie that premiered on uh, March 2nd, 
on in the past. Uh, and March 2nd is the date that this podcast um, is being released. Uh, on March 2nd, 1965, The Sound of Music premiered. So, are you ready for your five questions about The Sound of Music? I'm ready. Okay. <clears throat> Question one. The film was based on the musical of the same name, written by what legendary musical writing duo? Um, was it Rodgers and Hammerstein? That's correct. Uh, it was their final collaboration. Uh, the musical opened on Broadway on November 16th, 1959, and uh, Oscar Hammerstein died the following August. Question two. There were numerous song changes for the film, including the omission of how can love survive and there's no way to stop it, leaving what two characters without songs in the film? Um, I'm going to say Captain Von Trapp for one of them. And um, <laughs> that's all I can get. I don't know. Okay. I don't know the well, other one. It, Captain Von Trapp is not one of them. I uh, see. Glenn? Uh, the Baroness. And? And... and uh, the best friend of the dead. Like, I forgot his name, but. Okay. <laughs> the mean um, guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Max is his name. Uh, yes, Max and the, and the Baroness. We can, we can give Glenn three quarter credit, Carter. Sure. So three quarters yeah. of half credit. Yeah. Okay. I think that's sure. Or maybe actually, you know, I think it's I think it's okay to have full full half credit for that. Yeah. All right. I think that's fine. Yeah, because you knew which one. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yes, Max and the Baroness. The absence of those songs make it so that the film focuses more on Maria and the children rather than the captain's relationships with the Baroness and Max. Question three. The film earned Julie Andrews her second consecutive nomination for the Academy Award for Best Actress. She won the, the award the previous year for what role? Mary Poppins. That's correct. Andrews lost to Julie Christie, who played Diana Scott in Darling when she was up um, for The Sound of Music. Question four. One of the songs that was added for the film was what duet for Maria and the Captain, which replaced An Ordinary Couple? An extraordinary couple. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the answer. No. Uh, Glenn? Um, I have no idea. Okay. Uh, this one's called Something Good. Um, it's the one that they sing late at night and they profess their love to each other down by the gazebo and whatever. Uh, and due to its popularity, Something Good is now often performed in the place of an ordinary couple in stage productions. And finally, question five. The Sound of Music was the final film appearance for Piggy Wood, who, as the Mother Abbess, sang what song in the film? Oh, is it How Do You Solve a Problem Like Maria? Um, okay, I'm thinking so of the wrong song. I'm thinking of the wrong. It's that first one that they It's not How Do You Solve a Problem Like. No, it is, well, right? Is okay, it? Well, no. okay. So let, let me let me let me phrase the question a different way, because because you, you're correct in that in that. Yes, she sings in that one. I meant as a solo. Oh, that Sorry. I have no idea. Okay, Glenn, you know. I'm every mountain. Yes. Oh, not not quite the right one? melody, but it's but yes, that's the, that's the right. <laughs> I knew you were gonna get me on that. <laughs> um, yes, climb every mountain, and she was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress for her role. 
Alrighty, Glenn, you are going to get five questions about a famous author who was born on March 2nd, uh, March 2nd, 1904, and that is Dr. Seuss. So are you ready for your five questions about Dr. Seuss? No, but go ahead. <laughs> All right. Question one. After working as an illustrator and cartoonist for years, Dr. Seuss published what book in 1937 as his first children's book about a boy named Marco who sees a multitude of imaginary people in vehicles on the namesake street? Um, man, I did not read a lot of Dr. Seuss. Um, I am not sure. Okay. Graham, do you know? I have no idea. Okay. This one is, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street. Um, and uh, this was one of the five books that the Dr. Seuss Enterprises pulled from publication in 2021 due to mm. offensive imagery. Question two. Listed in 2001 as the best sell the ninth best-selling children's book of all time by Publishers Weekly, Dr. Seuss published what book in 1957 whose main character, an anthropomorphic creature, has become his signature creation? The Grinch Who Stole Christmas? No, not that one. Graham? The Cat in the Hat? It's The Cat in the Hat, yeah. Question three. What 1960 children's book has sold over 8 million copies, allowing people to read about Sam I Am? Green Eggs and Ham. That's correct. The book only uses 50 unique words, which is the result of a bet uh, made between Seuss and his publisher, um, Bennett Cerf, um, that he could not write a book with just 50 words. And of course, he did. Question four. His works served as the basis for what 2000, 2000 musical by Stephen Flaherty and Lynn Ahrens? Uh, uh, the Grinch. No. Graham? Oh, um, I, I, I can't, I, I can picture it in my head, but I can't, I, I don't know. Yeah, I had, I had forgotten that this existed until I was reading about him earlier this week. Uh, this is Susical. And yeah. Most of the plot is derived from Horton Hears a Who, Gertrude, Gertrude McFuzz, and Horton Hatches the Egg. And finally, question five. Dr. Seuss lived the second half of his life in California, and after his death in 1991, what university renamed their main library building after him? Whoa. Um, UCLA. <laughs> no, not UCLA. Graham? Um... Not UCLA. Um, oh man, there's so many. I'm just gonna uh, Pomona College. Uh, no, no, we have the Honold Mudd Library, as everybody knows. I'm sure. Uh, no, this is uh, the University of California at San Diego, because mm. uh, he lived in La Jolla, actually. Uh, and the Dr. Seuss collection is housed there, which consists of 8,500 items that document and illustrate the full scope of his career. Those were tough, well, Matthew. Uh, you know, I, 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 write some, I write some difficult questions sometimes. And that's the end of round two. So, Carter, can you please give us a score update? Absolutely. We still have a close game with Graham at 90 points and Glenn at 70. All righty, now it is time for round three. So, Carter, can you please tell us the rules? 
Uh, yes, in round three, you'll each get five open-ended questions on different topics now. Questions here are worth 30 points each. And if you get one wrong, your opponent can answer for 15 points. All righty. Graham, are you ready for your five questions? I'm ready. Okay. Question one. When entering the San Fernando Valley from the grapevine on I-5, after passing the 14, what two secondary interstate highways split from the 5 and head east and south, respectively? I'm going to say the 15 and the 70, or the once. wait, what is that one? What is that one? The 170 and the 15. Uh, no, neither of those are correct. Uh, Glenn? Uh, it's the, you're asking about the five that splits? Uh, yeah, so you enter the San Fernando Valley, or sorry, yes, enter the San Fernando Valley from the north. Uh-huh. Um, so you're heading, heading toward LA, and then there are two freeways that split off. Um, the 170? I always said the 170 was not one of them. Oh, the five doesn't split? Okay. Um, it does split with the 170. The 170 is not an interstate highway. It's a it's a California state highway. Oh. Yeah. Um the 110. <laughs> I'm totally guessing. The 110 <laughs> and the 10. I don't know. Uh no, none of those. Uh, this is the 210 and the 405. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's a, this is at the very very top end of the the San Fernando Valley. Yeah, the 170 is a is a California state highway. Um the 10 doesn't intersect with the 5 until downtown um the 110 never makes it into the san fernando valley um yeah so there you go question two president william mckinley signed legislation on march 2nd 1899 creating what national park whose namesake mountain overlooks seattle uh rainier yes that's correct yeah uh, mount rainier national park it is the fourth oldest current national park and the oldest in the state of Washington. Question three. How many carbon atoms are in one molecule of methane? Um, <laughs> I'm going to say two. Uh, no, not two. Glenn? I'm just going to guess four. Um, no, actually it was one. Uh, the chemical formula is CH4. Yeah. Uh, question four. Developed by Carl Linnaeus, binomial nomenclature classifies a living organism into what two taxonomic groups? Kingdom and phylus? Uh, no. Glenn? I have no idea. We were looking for the smallest two, and that was genus and species. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, prior to binomial nomenclature, polynomial nomenclature was used, which attempted to label every species with a unique description, but soon became too complex as more closely related species were discovered and became too complex to name, uh, such as the now known um, Plantago media, which was originally called Plantago folis ovato um, loceolatus pubescentibus spica cylindrica scapo terete. Um, my question writer was really hoping that I was going to pronounce all that, and I did. So there you go. Uh, question five. Betty Davis starred in the 1962 film Whatever Happened to Baby Jane alongside what actress with whom she had a famous feud? Oh, man. Um, jo uh, jo uh, Joan, uh, not Joan Collins. Um, 
No. Oh, God. Joan Collins. No, not Joan Collins. Glenn? Uh, Lynn Redgrave. No, this was Joan Crawford. The two apparently did not get along at all. However, they both knew that the film was important for their own careers, and the film's director, Robert Aldrich, said, quote, it's proper to say that they really detested each other, but they behaved absolutely perfectly. Glenn, are you ready for your five questions? Yes. All right. Question one. What interstate highway abruptly ends at Valley Boulevard in Alhambra, even though it was originally planned to extend all the way north to Pasadena? Uh, this is difficult. The, the 210? No, not the 210. Glenn, uh, Graham, sorry. Is it the 2? Uh, no, this is the 710, actually, um, the Long Beach Freeway. And the proposed route was largely blocked by residents of South Pasadena. Question two. On March 2nd, 2021, who received the first dose of the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine for which she donated $1 million to help develop? Oh, man. Oh, I want to say Dolly Parton. That's correct. Her oh, donation okay. went toward research at the Vanderbilt University Medical Center and was instrumental in the early development of the Moderna vaccine. Question three. What American wholesale chain is famous for its food court, selling over 135 million hot dogs in 2017 alone? Costco? That's correct. The prices have remained unchanged since 1985. $1.50 for a hot dog, $1.99 for a slice of pizza, and $9.95 for an 18-inch large pizza. Costco has over 800 stores and nearly 300,000 employees and is the largest seller of wine in the entire United States. Question four, what element by total mass is most abundant in the human body? What element? Water? Is that an element? Uh, oxygen? No. It's, 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 uh, it, it is oxygen. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. Um, yeah, uh, water is, a, is the most abundant molecule. Oh. Um, and 60, so oxygen is 65% of your total body mass. Um, and then water, the most abundant, most abundant molecule is 60% of your body weight and is a large contributor to oxygen's abundance in your body. Carbon is second at 18.5% and hydrogen third at 9.5%. And finally, question five. Olaf, the anthropomorphic snowman in the Frozen franchise, was voiced by what actor? Uh, Jonathan Groff. No. Me? Graham. Josh Gad? It's Josh Gad, yeah. Um, he said he based his performance on Rory O'Malley, who was his co-star in The Book of Mormon on mm -hmm. Broadway. Mm. Well, that's the end of round three. So, Carter, can you please give us a score update? We have a bit of a lead change. We're <laughs> at 135 and Glenn at 160. And a special appearance by Gramps Dogs. Alrighty, now it is time for round four. So Carter, can you please tell us the rules? Uh, yes, round four is our showdown. We'll each get three questions. We'll ask you to make note of your answers in some way. Uh, questions here are worth 40 points each. Alrighty, Graham, Glenn, are you ready? Ready. Okay, question one. In order to keep the native species purebred, which mammal can you take out of Iceland, but it is illegal 
to bring into Iceland. You said mammal, right? Yeah, mammal. You can take it out, but you can't bring it in. Yes. Yeah, once, once these um, animals have been exported, they cannot come back into the country. So, do we have guesses, perhaps? I mean, I'll just guess. Go for it. A penguin. <laughs> okay. Graham? I was going to say um, a reindeer. Aww. <laughs> um, both incorrect. Uh, no, this is horse, uh, horses. Um, <sighs> central to Icelandic culture, um, Icelandic horses have been purebred in Iceland. The horses meet the size requirements of ponies, but are not considered ponies by the International Federation of Equestrian Sports due to their uh, conformation and temperament. Question two. Founded in 1984, what is the second largest American personal computer vendor by unit sales after HP, though in 1999 they were first? I could guess. Uh, go ahead, Glenn. Dell? Graham? I'm going to say Apple. It was Dell. In 1999, Dell passed Compaq as the largest PC vendor in the world, although by uh, 2005, with an SEC investigation and the post.com era, their stature began to crumble. Uh, still, they're third in the world in PC vendors after the Chinese firm Lenovo and HP. And finally, question three. In what film... Does James Bond marry Countess Tracy Di Vincenzo the same day she is killed in a drive-by shooting? This is a bit of a deeper cut in the Bond franchise, I will say. I'm going to guess and stay on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Okay, Glenn? Totally guessing for your eyes only. Is that a song uh, or an actual movie name? No, that's 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 one of them. Oh, okay. uh, that was that was Roger Moore. Um, uh, Graham, you're correct. It is <laughs> on Her Majesty's Secret Service. It's the only Bond film in which George Lazenby stars as Bond. In the previous film, You Only Lived Twice, uh, starring Sean Connery, Bond also gets married, but it is part of his cover. So, yeah. Well, that's the end of the game. So, Carter, can you please give us the final score? Uh, we have a very close ending here with Graham at 175 and Glenn at 200. Well, congratulations, Glenn. You have won. Do you have anything that you would like to say? Um, I feel like I know a lot more about a lot of the things I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Fantastic. Well, thank you both for being on the show today. Um, and thank you for Carter for being our scorekeeper and also for Mason Cook for composing our music. Today's questions were written by Caitlin Fick, Lucas Hauser, Matthew Hauser, Tanner Tim, and yours truly. And thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe to Trivia Over Tea on your preferred podcast platform and leave us a review if you enjoyed it. And please also subscribe to us on Twitch. Um, and thank you to, to those who watched today or who will watch on YouTube later this week. Um, check out our Facebook and Instagram pages and our Twitter account, also at Trivia Over Tea. And feel free to message us on any of those platforms if you have any comments or suggestions about the show. And tune in next week when we'll have two new contestants and 33 more fantastic questions. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye.